Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, what we were saying is, you know, it, it's nice to feel like things are put together again. Yes. Um, isn't it cool that we can control the fan with a remote? It is so I feel helpful. so bougie. Um, my favorite thing about this uh, remote, can I see it? Yes. Is that uh, it has, I think it's this little button right here. Um, looks like a little house. You probably can't see it. But on the back, you have labels for what all of these buttons do, right? The house button? Press to activate random lights on and off. What? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I guess if there were more lights. Oh, now it's turning on and off. Well, you're holding it. No, I'm not. Well... Why would anyone want that? I don't know, and I'm scared to ask my landlord why it exists. That's incredible. We're in an apartment where the lighting fixtures leak. Oh, yeah, okay. So we are going to get into this story, but we figured we'd just, like, catch everybody up uh, and just, like, you know, have a little chat sesh before we do. Um, if you were having a conversation with somebody, like, whether you're having coffee or anything like that, and they were just like, yeah, you know, I'm really liking my new place, but, like, the lights leak. Would you not just kind of look at them and go, sorry? Mm-hmm. What? I thought you said you your lights leak. And they'd be like, yeah, it's really annoying. It's like, what What do you mean? And, uh, yeah, his lights leak. Water. Yep. Uh, that sounds safe. There, oh, there's also drywall. That's having some trouble. <laughs> I thought you were just going to end it at drywall. Well, there is, there is drywall. There's drywall. Ugh. Better than uh, wet wall, except that's the problem with the drywall. Yeah, <laughs> that it's a little wet. And the lights, apparently. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, but we have material to get to. It's just um, lighter fluid. That was great. <laughs> I wanted uh, I wanted to d discuss something big that happened since we last did a show. Yeah. Uh, we we hit um, 100,000, and y'all just kept going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just kept rolling on through. I yeah, but it. now we've got we've got 118,000 subscribers. We have a verified badge, and I think you know, just especially for the people who have been here, you know, the, the since the beginning, and those who picked up along the way. Thank you guys so much for supporting us, um, for tuning in to watch this show once a week, to for, for watching the the videos that we put up on Fridays. You know, it's been a hell of a journey, and it's nice to finally feel like we're legit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, not just two guys flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, there was... When we hit 50, it was like, okay, things feel a little more real. Yeah. And then hitting 100, you know, because we were out celebrating uh, the night that it happened in mm -hmm. anticipation and hopes, and, and we really enjoyed that. But something about getting the notification and the email or whatever about mm -hmm. the silver play button coming in. Yeah. It was like, oh... Oh, no, we actually, like, did that. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think it's going to actually really sink in once we both have one the in our hands. over play buttons. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to uh, put mine into my plate carrier and pull it out. <laughs> I think that's how I'm going to reveal it. <laughs> that's absolutely the way you should. That's absolutely the way you make should a short, that. Make a short combat film where we're, yes. like, fighting some unseen enemy and not get shot. It's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Hit the play button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have. I'm to. good. 
Uh, yeah, so that's, you know, that's, that's pretty crazy. And yeah, it's a good point. Somebody said 30 to 200 viewers in just a few months. At the beginning of the year, we were, a year ago, we were like excited to see 50 people tuning in. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we were like, whoa, that was a lot of people tonight. And now to see, you know, 242 on a, a regular stream, not one where we have a big guest, just one where we're sitting here, you know, doing our show is, is pretty incredible. Yeah. So, you know, just wanted to take a minute to thank all you guys from the bottom of our hearts. It's really incredible to get to do this and um, thank you to all the new people who however you came across us whether it was the collaboration we did with wendigoon which was really fun yeah. or if it was just us <laughs> popping up in your feed up such a great time um or just popping up in your feed we know that based off of youtube's algorithm it seems like they're kind of pushing our stuff a lot more recently so mm -hmm. however you found us we're glad you're here we hope you stick around uh we appreciate you watching because mm -hmm. it's you know, honestly, the, my favorite part is seeing the comments on the videos. Yeah. Like the most recent video, just seeing how so much everybody, comments. yeah, just seeing how much everybody really enjoyed how in depth we were able to go. Um, and it, it's just, it's very rewarding. Like that's, that's the best result. And once I do get a psychiatrist, it will be very lucrative for him as well. Because good <laughs> Lord, the content we cover. That was, I, and which we will cover again here, but maybe not as like graphically just for the nature yeah. of uh, enjoyment. But yeah, that was a tough story. That was, yeah, it, it was, I went from doing that one to, we finished it up and I was on to the next one, which is the video we just filmed before this, yep. which is coming out Friday about Garrett Bardsley. And so, I, I got to, we got to find some cases that are about adults because I'm just doing a lot of reading about dead kids. Yeah, that's uh -huh. not, that's not like <laughs> not good for my sanity. Healthy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at all. But yeah, so for those who are new to the, the live show, the way we do this is we do about uh, an hour. Um, you know, sometimes if, if things are wrapping up early just because of the nature of the content, we'll do 45 minutes and then open it up for a 15 to 30 minute question time. Yep. During the question section, we'll go back and look at super chats from the very beginning of the show up. We answer all of those first. And then if we've still got time, we'll answer uh, non-super chat questions. Yep. So super chats are a big way that we, you know, have been funding the show for a long time. Um, I don't think they're going to be the, the big way of funding the show anymore, which is Probably nice. Not, but we do, um, as, but we do appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we, we, we very do much appreciate it. And as a reward for people who do uh, or are willing to spend money to get their uh, question answered at a better, you know, rate or yeah. you know, likelihood, uh, we try and incorporate donation goals. Yes. Uh, each month so that way there's a reason that you're getting spending yeah. money other if you have ideas for those by the way let us know in the in the chat because we we have run out of ideas uh the one i had yeah. so far is that for 500 bucks mm -hmm. this this month if we hit that we'll do i a, a uh like you know those those shows where they'll have like a couple answer trivia questions about each other we're gonna do that and we'll be the we'll be the couple yes this is my husband um Yes, so we will uh, we will try to answer questions about each other. I think it would then be fun to have like you and Kat do it yeah. with me moderating yeah. and see who gets more right. Uh, Wait, we have me on one side and Kat on the other and we do it about you? Yes. Let's do yes. that. Oh, I'm so <laughs> in on that. With um... Also, this show brought Aiden love and I think that's an important thing to mention. That's true. I met, I met my girlfriend through this show, the podcast, which I think is hilarious yeah. in a lot of ways. And make, I'm very happy about it. Um, so, my my $250, $250 donation goal idea was that we actually do all the other donation goals. <laughs> We're working on them. We're getting there. I have to lose approximately 50 pounds for the sexy calendar, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, we'll get we'll soon. Be patient with that yeah. one. I think the easier ones will be writing the skits and yeah. doing the songs. We do have the uh, the essays coming up. Yes. For those of you who don't watch me over on Twitch, I do have a Twitch channel as well. It's at the Aiden Mattis. 
And over there, I'm going to be grading papers submitted uh, by our our fan base. Um, yes. There's a live. Uh, might do it on a Friday, so it's a you drink I sub night too. That'd be fun. Oh my god, that'd be a lot. But it'd be, be fun. But it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but you know what's not fun? What? Dead kids. Finding dead bodies in boxes on the side of uh, Fox Chase Road, which is what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about tonight, and um, it's. It's a hell of a story, and what I want to focus on is not so much the story we told uh, in that recorded video, because I'm sure almost all of you watching this right now have seen that. Um, it's doing remarkably better than anything else we've ever posted, <laughs> yeah. so I I'm sure all of you have seen it. Um, I want to talk about the the latter end of it. So obviously I'll go through a, sh I'll go through a short summary of, of the story, of the case, yeah. and all that. But I want to talk about where we are with it right now, because I think there's, uh, I think where we are is that the cops know mm -hmm. what happened. Yep. I think you and I know what happened. Yep. Probably a significant number of other people on the internet who have dug into this case know what happened. Nobody can say it. Yeah. Because it would implicate uh, the parents of living people. In the uh, essentially human trafficking, basically, yeah. Um, which, while you know, this may shock some people, but um, the private sale of babies was not a totally unusual thing in the 1950s. Yep. Um, that was something that could occur, and prior to social security numbers existing, it was probably even more common. Um, you're a family, you don't have you know any money, but you do have an infant. Some wealthier family comes along, they want a kid, they have money, but not a kid. You arrange a transaction, yeah. um, you know, definitely not as safe as the current adoption system. Um, possibly more effective, but not as safe. Uh, so, yep. probably not even more effective, actually, when I think about it. And I, um, I, I, Capitalism I, is great, but not with kids. No, <laughs> no, no, or, or just like people right. sales in general let's not do that that's not okay. voluntary exchange of goods and services we support that but maybe not when the goods and the services are children correct um i do also want to clarify for those who may be confused as to why it's important that we don't name those specific yeah. people uh so for those who don't know uh i got a dual major in both film and journalism in uh college and part of the journalism degree that i had uh, one of the classes was an ethics and law class specifically in relation to journalism. And considering what we're doing here is a somewhat journalistic enterprise in a yeah. sense, um, it would fall on us. We could be held liable for defamation uh, because if, even if we're right, uh, the speculatory nature of it could lead us to be in a position where we would be held responsible for defaming certain people. Um, granted, no, the if it was right thing would then clear us if it was true, but then that would mean that the police would have to release the records and everything like that. Um, but yeah, and part of the reason we were, you know, trying to say like, hey, like, don't say it as well. I think that was a... I know we said you could like figure out the information yourself. Oh yeah, we have we have absolutely you left you the trail of breadcrumbs to go and figure this out yourself. Yeah, um, but we just we can't say. And you know, on the on the possibility we're wrong, which I don't think that we're wrong, but yeah. that is possible. And uh, you know, I would prefer to not be the one to say it. 
and get people in trouble. That said, the people, uh, even even if we were to name the people we think are responsible for selling the kid, mm -hmm. uh, again, his name's Joseph Augustus Zarelli. Uh, it's not the worst crime here. Yeah, if Joseph Augustus Zarelli's uh, parents sold him, um, you know, that that is that is a horrible, horrible crime. But at the same time, if we're correct, our theory is that this happened before his siblings were even born. Yeah. So there's no way to implicate them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just... It would just be the nature of... Yeah, it's the family name. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it's, it's those still living siblings then having to be tied to the fact that their parents did that yeah and it's like you know you don't want to do that to people and the reason i was willing to say the the davis's names are because they don't have any living kids yeah uh martha didn't have any kids and she's passed away um and then um the marjorie and uh james james right yeah they she was their only child uh some people i think have a misconception that joseph was uh martha's brother mm. that's not the case i think that is part of why a lot of people discounted the story when especially like when his name came out yeah again and they were like oh well and the story was about her little brother it wasn't yeah i think a lot of people falsely reported that it was her little brother mm. it was a child that her family appears to have purchased yeah which is again like you know today stuns our sensibilities but was probably a lot more common back then yep um another thing that came up in that story was the vaccine scar thing mm. which i did i had never heard of that we had a lot of people in the comments confirming that like their parents and even some of the older people who watch our channel mm. uh had the had a scar on their upper arm mm. um just in a, a circular shape because i guess the way that they used to do it was um you know with a larger needle not a larger needle but a kind of like a round thing with a bunch of needles on it interesting i think to I, you know back then i i guess the way they did it was different now we use a yeah. syringe maybe back then it was like that you actually coated the needles with something i don't really know maybe yeah and it also functioned as a way of being able to see that somebody was vaccinated against polio yeah because Back, I mean, again, I think we we live in such a bubble today mm. that most of the media we see about the past doesn't involve the awful stuff. Yeah, you know, it will we'll obviously see media about racism, which is terrible. Yeah, and, and you know, the wars and all of those. Yeah. You don't see a ton of films that talk about like polio. Yeah, and, and even if they do, it's it was just kind of mentioned in passing. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's I'm pretty sure polio has been eradicated from North America. I. Uh, most of Europe, or all of Europe, and most of Africa, even. I don't know exactly where it's... I, I think there are still places where polio crops up. Did um, you see recently they uh, they just created a more advanced uh, medication? Not a medication, but an um, inoculation for malaria. Really? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That'll be really important for Africa. Oh, yeah. And India um uh yeah. yes malaria also one of the you know how like there are those things that you like were exposed to as a kid that you thought were going to be much bigger problems yeah malaria, malaria is on yeah. the list yeah absolutely. malaria piranhas quicksand yeah why were they all so uh so like heavily in like how close that game is i know yeah it's probably it over yet <laughs> uh no minute and five left for the love who has the ball uh giants oh I don't like it. Right, I don't like we're it. Ignore that. We're gonna ignore that. Uh, <laughs> the second we stopped watching the game. Yeah. Right. Um, also, uh, another the reason why we named the Davises is because, considering the nature of the crimes that they they committed and a how horrible they were, uh, and the fact that they did it to their own daughter, we uh, would not be surprised if 
Joseph Augustus Arelli is not the only other person that was victimized by the Davises. But we just aren't aware of it publicly because A, their names have not been attached to anything to our knowledge about accusations of such yeah. behavior. And obviously with this story, their names were not previously attached mm -hmm. beyond you know, the investigation that we did. So we thought it would be important that if, if it were the case that these were the individuals who committed these crimes, which it very much seems like they are. Yeah. Any other victims that are out there deserve to have their stories and their trauma vindicated to yeah. whatever extent possible. So. Jeez, somebody just said their husband went to, uh, was from Pakistan and went to kids that had, went to school with kids that had polio. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I knew it was eradicated in the U.S. and Europe. I didn't think it was yeah. eradicated elsewhere, which is terrifying. Do we still get vaccinated with polio? Probably. I don't think we do. Uh, I'm pretty sure polio is one of the vaccines they give service members. Not positive, but, you know, check that if you want to. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it, it's interesting. Somebody uh, uh, in here, Owen Riley, said that uh, they still have the scars. And I assume Owen, the, the way it was spelled, is Ireland or Scotland. So I guess maybe they still get vaccinated for it. Um Yeah, I don't think we get polio vaccines. Yeah, no, it's not on there. Um, you get one for measles, though. Interesting. Well, and measles mumps. still every once in a while pops up. Yeah. Like, polio is eradicated in the U.S. Yeah. Um, what is rubella? If polio did make it back here. There was a recent case of polio in New York. Eesh, I hate that. Um, oh, they do some good polio shots to kids, I guess. Um, I don't remember ever getting one. But Final 22-16, we're good. Whoo! <laughs> I don't like how close that was. Nope. Um... That is a perfectly valid thing to be discussing during this podcast because this did all happen in Philly. Fair. I want to say. Fair. Um, you know. But yeah, that's that was another thing about this episode was researching it and seeing names like Lower Marion. Yeah. Um, you know, I we played Lower Marion High School. I went to Conestoga High School in uh, in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Lower Marion's not that far and it's it's one of the schools we played against. Uh, I think it's where Kobe Bryant went. Really? Yeah. If I remember correctly, Kobe Bryant was a malaria or malaria alum, Lower Marion alum. Uh, <laughs> I certainly hope for his sake. That he malaria was. High School. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, like I went to the uh, junior prom for one of the Lower Marion High Schools for I. Uh... Yeah, Lower yeah, Marion High School. Um, so I went to the junior prom for Harriton, which is Lower Marion's other high school. Interesting. Yeah. So it's this was like very close to home. Um, I was shocked that I hadn't heard more about it before but i guess if you were in the area 20 years ago yeah it's probably something you heard a lot about which we were not we were not well we were we, but we were uh fair 20 years ago we, we were alive that's in right, fair. <laughs> I, I was thinking about the date in which he graduated high school which was 96 which we were not around oh before. kobe yeah well I, I was talking about the yeah i just got it the story of yeah 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 okay yeah uh, okay. you said malaria high school I i'm not alone in this <laughs> Malaria High sounds like one of those Cartoon Network shows from the mid two thousands. It does. Yeah, like it came on right after uh, Total Drama Island. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh good man, Lord. we're not millennials, but we're not Gen Z. We're the weird thing in between. Yeah, um, yeah. But in in covering this, you know, um, th there was another thing that stuck out to me, which was that there in, a, in one of the yearbook photos with 
James Davis, uh, two mm. people to his right is a guy who has the same last name as me. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, is that a relative? I don't think it is. It seems like if he is a relative, he's pretty distant. But uh, yeah, it was weird to see like, you know, Mattis in there. And it, even though it's not a relative, like you realize, oh yeah, my family is like, yeah, was around They're here. here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very strange. It's, you know, you, you look at something and and suddenly everything becomes a lot more real because so many of these yeah. cases we talk about the missing 401 stuff they're down in the smokies or they're out in yosemite or the pacific northwest and then you get one that i'm like oh uh well you know lower marion is like down the road from here yeah we're in montgomery county lower marion is in montgomery county um and uh it, and you know I've, I've been to fox chase like i dated a girl who lived in fox chase when i was yeah. in college that was um, that was a fun line to open to open with. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> lied to about how dangerous Fox Chase is. She talked about it like it was like it was Kensington. Yeah. Uh, what's a comparable thing to Kensington for people who aren't from Philly? Uh, Compton. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah. So it it she talked about it like it was that, and then I finally got down there and I was like, oh, this is like a typical like. Yeah. high density middle class neighborhood yeah <laughs> like it's it's barely even actually yeah, in i was the city i was doing the research and it's like you know the majority of residents own their homes i'm like oh okay so <laughs> yep um yeah jordan <laughs> i was lied to <laughs> uh i actually reached out to uh one of our one of her uh one of her friends um about this case because i was like hey uh would you happen because she and i don't still talk but uh yeah you know, her friend and i are on fine terms so i reached out to her and i was like hey i do you know anything about this case and she was like oh i have theories I was like, <laughs> all right cool um awesome but yeah no straight out of kensington would be an equally uh intense movie as straight out of compton yeah um it's it's uh not a great place but fox chase fox chase used to be like a wealthy area mom is saying it's a perfectly fine area i think she's talking about kensington i think she's because she grew up right around there oh god so. i think she's talking about fox chase um, straight out of suburban massachusetts <laughs> fox chase is literal suburbs yeah it's it's not like out where we live where it's yeah. a little bit less dense although it is if you took phoenixville and made it bigger i mean the main like, street, like bridge street in phoenixville just feels like a piece of williamsburg was just dropped into the woods yeah but if you go outside of bridge street as you go up a little bit yeah it's it feels it like it's a lot lot denser yeah i mean it feels like um okay yeah it's fox chase yeah i was gonna say um it feels like the areas around philadelphia where it's like you're just entering the city limits mm -hmm. but you can't see any skyscrapers or anything it's just those nice stone homes and yeah. everything like that like i um uh cat and i were going to aldi what was it yesterday mm -hmm. And I, we were driving down 29, just get leaving Phoenixville. Mm -hmm. And I was looking by, there's this one gorgeous stone house oh, yeah. right on the edge of town. And I'm there's like, some beautiful stuff on Nut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I like want to go knock on their door and just be like, I just want to know who lives here. Yeah. Your house is gorgeous. Like, I was like, yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. And Fox Chase is much the same way. You're going to have some like dense stuff. And then as you get to the edges you have these really nice old like victorians and yeah you know these big houses it, it was a lot like devon it was mm, a, yeah. a retreat for the city's wealthy yeah um and then over time as philadelphia expanded it got bigger and bigger you saw these you know you, you saw it become high density uh but remain you know wealthy enough yeah for people to own their own homes and whatnot and now you know susquehanna road i think part of if you drive down susquehanna the only thing you're going to see that resembles this story at all 
is you're going to see a plaque that says America's Unknown Child, mm-hmm. and you're going to see the Good Shepherd School, mm. um, which has been turned into something else. Now. I was going to say, yeah. It's, it's still Good Shepherd something, yeah. but it's not Good Shepherd School for Wayward Girls. Got it. Um, and, you know, that's... Uh, it's also interesting to look at some of the, like, little details of this case, like uh, the fact that... I. Uh, uh frederick uh benonis was his name i think that sounds right yeah frederick uh that's the detective right right? no um that was see uh yeah frederick uh frederick benonis um part of the reason he didn't report this at first was because oh the guy police had confronted him previously about how he uh you know spent a little bit too much time around the school for girls and he was worried that he was going to get in trouble for you know being around the school for girls. Of course, his yeah. story was he pulled off the... Because he saw a rabbit run into the woods and he wanted to look for the rabbit. We know we can we can make some guesses why Freddy was really there. There's just something really, like, weird and also funny about the fact that even the good people in this story... Are a little funky. Are a little, like, to, yeah. to, to put it, like, mildly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but yeah, yeah. a little a little off, you know? Yeah. Um, it's an it's a interesting story to say. I think that's what makes it a, such a real story, though. Yeah. Too, is that, well, you know, no, there's there's no black and white like, good and bad. Yeah. You know, I, I think Tom Augustine would be an incredible uh, you know, central character for a movie about this case. Oh, yeah. Because he is so gray in that he's clearly got the right motivations and everything, but he also, like, looks at a woman who clearly has PTSD from a series of terrible childhood experiences that she just explained to him, and he's like... I don't know. We're in a psychiatrist's office. Can we trust this lady? And it's like <laughs> you're sitting there like she doesn't have psychosis. Yeah. She's not she can't she's not having trouble distinguishing between reality and delusion. Fantasy, yeah. She's got PTSD. I think he was just <laughs> so in his own theory maybe that he didn't want to give up on it even in the present. Like I think that was just a moment of conf- confirmation bias and cognitive dissonance well, where he was like, like he didn't really have a theory. Like really? Bristow did. Yeah, well, Bristow, Bristow Yeah, well, Bristow was... Um, that was a... <laughs> I can... To-, to be fair to Remington Bristow, I can completely understand... Oh, yeah. ...why he was so sure. Because, yeah. like, that bassinet being there, the right blankets, you the know, pond. them moving out of town at that point, the pond, the yeah. log cabin, the psychic. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's definitely enough circumstantial evidence there that in the absence of anything else... That really did seem like when I was researching it, like before I got to the part about M. Yeah. When I was researching, I was like, "Oh my god, he's got to be right." Yeah. Like, there's no other possibilities. And then I heard the M story, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, that and but that just goes to show that innocent until proven guilty is kind of really important. Because, it's extremely you know, important. The, uh, you know, that whole family had so much leaning into them as like, "Oh, they have to be it," and then it's like you hear the M story and it's like, oh, okay, maybe that really was just a lot of coincidences. Yeah, it seems like it may have been a lot of coincidences. Another, another like, thought I had too, though, was, you know, what maybe M really did make it up, but the Zarellis did give that kid up to that foster home. Yeah. And then something happened. You know, that is another possibility. It does match. It makes sense. Um, you know, the... Of course, the blanket issue is that, on the one hand, finding those matching blankets seems like a pretty big deal. On the other hand, those were mass market blankets that were yep. in every convenience store on the East Coast. Yep. So, can can you really make an assessment from that? Um, I think, you know, I, I do think that the, the theory, the M story, is so detailed. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not perfect. Yeah. And if you're telling a story... 
she told this story in 2002 everything happened in 1957 um so what's that uh 45 years later roughly i think yeah um that's it's a long time you're gonna have certain things that like don't stick out like perhaps the kid's name yeah well and it's also just the details of like when you think they also also like they might have gone to pick the kid up yeah and the parents said the boy's name was jonathan even though it wasn't yeah like to distance themselves in case something did happen like what if those people got you know caught by the police and they were like Oh, the, the boy's name is Jonathan. We don't know his last name, but we know his name's Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. If they could please go around the, the community and they're like, do, do you know anybody who had a child named Jonathan? They're going to be like, no. I mean, they, the, the Zarellis had a had a Joseph, but... Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a very possible thing. Well, also, when you think about the psychological motivations of why she would tell the story, she absolutely didn't want anybody finding out that it was coming from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she wanted anonymity. Anonymity um it was so long after and she had a very successful life of her own she didn't need any form of validation or or, or, uh, you know popularity from it i mean this woman was a research a doctorate and a research scientist at eli Lilly. like she was so there's no reason she would just make up a story or at least there's no reasonable reason why she would make up a story for a state she no longer even lives in for a case that's been you know cold essentially for yeah. 45 years and the thing is if she wanted the fame from it she would have used her name exactly like she would have come out and said you know hey, hey everybody hey hey cnn like yeah. i know who killed the boy yep she didn't do that no I, I i think it's you know there's no reason for her to fake this and something that did rub me the wrong way about augustine's response to it was um you, you know the how he i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this um he would he his response was he kept asking himself like if this is a lie you know or if this is true i can't remember the exact wording but basically he was like you know true or not like why would why would she hate her parents so much as to you know tell this story did you listen to the story and it's like well if she if she was lying Mm -hmm. then you can ask the question why does she hate her parents that much but Occam's razor, uh, yeah. if she's telling the truth, it's very obvious. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply obvious why she hates her parents so and both of them were dead by now yeah so uh and then the other thing is you know her psychiatrist confirmed that yes she had told him the same story 13 years earlier in 1989 yep and he didn't have notes on it and the police were like well why don't you have notes and he goes well my job is to you know like listen to my patients and help them heal not take note like extensive notes on everything they say to me to be fair in journalism or sorry in psychology mm-hmm. uh, it is standard practice and it may have evolved over time but like note taking is a very important step for yeah. good psychologists yeah it may not have been as like strict in the past in 1989 yeah probably yeah. not so but i just know that from you know my mother having a master's in psychology and what she's had to uh do in relation to that 
that's a yeah. big part. So, but the other thing that corroborates her story, I think the most is that bit about her college roommate. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Get into that. Yeah. Uh, they went back and they found her college roommate, who they named as Jane in the book, but I'm sure that's not a real name. Yeah. Um, and they were calling M Mary. So yep. Mary's roommate Jane. I was like, did they just slip a weed joke into this book? <laughs> um, which maybe, maybe it was inadvertent, and they were thinking Jane Doe. Um, I thought you were gonna say did they make a Tom Petty reference, but I guess no. What did the Tom Petty reference? Mary be? Jane's Last Dance. Oh no, I didn't know that was a thing. That's a. It's like one of his biggest songs. Dude, I know two Tom Petty songs. How? Well, you you know one yeah. for sure. What is there? Is uh, Free Fallen, American Girl. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Um, Won't Back Down. Ah, that one I know. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, okay, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jane, <laughs> Jane, the roommate, confirmed that yes, when they were in college... Martha had told her this story. Yep. Or at least had said, you know, oh, my mom killed somebody, and she wrote it off as, like, just girls being silly in a college dorm room. Which is, okay, like, like really? Like, okay, to be fair, if, like, one of my roommates in college, after a night of drinking, had been like, dude, my dad shot somebody, I would be like, okay, guy, like... <laughs> I, I think you and I might react a little differently. I'd be like, now see you later <laughs> all right um i did also really enjoy your uh your little bit about them dissing the the psychiatrist oh the yeah yeah they walk in and he's like martha tell them about your curriculum vitae and tom and kelly are like we took latin too like yeah we also like yeah i mean this was the 1950s this is they weren't taking spanish in school no they were taking latin yeah so, like, it was like borderline required yeah, yeah, like, I, and I would have the same reaction if somebody walked in today and was like, "Allow me to show you my curriculum vitae." I'd be like, well, "Just give me the CV." Like, <laughs> like you don't need to use the full Latin words. Nobody uses the full Latin words, but you, know, you could say resume, and it would mean the same thing to me. <laughs> yep. And isn't resume technically the French? Version? I think it's just the it, French version. Is there an American or sorry English version of that word? Work history. All right, yeah, I'll stick with resume or CV. That's that's so boring. <laughs> this is my curriculum vitae. Yeah, this is my resume. Well, this here is my work history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a reason there's not a paper there because I don't have any. It's like I don't know what this says. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> the Southern accent is not implying no, it thinks not. other people are dumb. <laughs> it's yeah. We should probably try and move away from that. That's probably yeah. Some sort of now that we're that's friends, some that's got to be some sort of ist at this point probably. Although uh, if Isaiah regionist? if Isaiah can make fun of me for my accent, I can make fun of him for his accent. Fair. Yeah. Now that we're friends with him, we have permission to make fun of Southern. No, he actually told us not to do that. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeez, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> got me a list of my jobs. <laughs> do you want, do you want to join us? Do you want to bring him up? This early? Hey, he's, he's decided, go pull him up. All right, come on. There, there we go. go. He got it. He's up. He knows what he's doing. He knows, he knows. Um, he the boy knows. has joined us. The boy has joined. Um. He's still smelling the cheese that I had earlier. Probably. I mean, he thought there was steak on this table for like six hours last night after there was no longer steak on this table, so. <laughs> Very sweet boy, not many thoughts in his brain. I can relate to the man. Yeah. Um, 
you know but as, as far as the case goes i for for those who uh were not for those who haven't seen the video and even for those who have i won't reiterate my thinking is that uh you know we were able to track down based on police reporting because they said he had living siblings on both sides yep well, if he has living siblings on both his mother's and his father's side, then he was probably born out of wedlock. What? Uh, Alex W. in all caps said, oh my god, this dog is new to me. Tell me about him. <laughs> I didn't realize, I, it did not occur to me that there were going to be people in chat who hadn't seen him before. Yeah. Um, this is Archie. Yeah, Archie's great. He's the he's the Lore Lodge mascot. Yes. Um, he's not very intelligent. Like, uh iq he's very emotionally intelligent i think yes he is um he he knows when someone's upset or happy and you know he, he knows to knows to make him his presence known yes um but he yeah he's just kind of a little furball that that hangs out he's just a dude hanging yeah he's just vibing um anyway so we're getting yeah. into the family yeah tree the, thing, the family yeah. tree thing um it i think the best way to display it is to watch the video but it, the way it works out is that there's one person who came forward uh named justin thomas he's the only person publicly named what he discovered when he did an ancestry kit was that his uh he got a call from a group called identifinders international mm -hmm. who i guess look through these test results and have programs that ping when an unknown when, when something like this happens mm -hmm. and what they found was that he had genetic similarities that suggested family linking between himself and joseph sorelli yeah they requested a DNA sample from his mom, and that came back saying, yes, this person is most likely a first cousin of Joseph Sorelli. Which means that Joseph Sorelli's parents, or, like, the Sorelli parent, was either his, her, uh, mother, her, was either her, her yeah, her aunt or her uncle, mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, Justin Thomas's grandmother was a sibling of Joseph Sorelli's parents. Mm -hmm. so i went and i was able to find a zarelli with a daughter with the married surname thomas mm -hmm. i was able to confirm that that thomas is in fact justin thomas's mother mm -hmm. um and through that was able to discover which zarelli family this most likely was that zarelli family has five people in that generation yep in the generation that could feasibly have been joseph's parents People born between 1919 and 1930. Um, two of them, one of them is out because it's the grandmother of Justin Thomas. Yep. So she can't be because it's a first cousin of her daughter. Yep. So she's out, which leaves four members of the family. Two men, two women. The two women each had one child. It's not siblings. Yep. And, you know, none that were prior marriage or a prior like partner which left the two men the two men who we have named uh john and dave for these purposes oh well thank you purple cody i just saw that um nice. <laughs> he said uh for 20 dollars, he said love your guys content side note the weird bible podcast invigorated my interest in the scriptures and brought me closer to god keep doing what you're doing thank you very much i would love to do another weird bible podcast but somebody is very difficult to reach yes uh <laughs> we're we're, we're... Considering doing something similar, uh, not necessarily in podcasts, but yeah, we, just to keep we're the thinking about going. adding a, uh, a Bible stories. Yep. Um, Cause yeah, because it's I think even for me, who's somebody is I'm not quite as religious as uh, this Aiden, 
but I think they're, they're interesting stories to extrapolate from. Even if you're not looking at it from a theist perspective, you could look at it from a purely secular perspective and just kind of recognize the historical value and influence that those stories had yeah. on society, on culture, and on how a lot of people live their lives. And I think even just decoding that yeah. is really cool. Yeah, so. and I already have the notes on some of it, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, that just that, that quick sidebar. But yeah, so to get back to it, Justin Thomas. His mother is a Thomas by marriage. Yep. His grandmother is a Zarelli. That Zarelli is the aunt of Joseph Zarelli. Yep. Her two sisters didn't have enough kids. Mm. Her two brothers each had multiple kids. Uh, I think it was that John had three and uh, Dave had four. These are not their real names. Um, Dave, I can't necessarily rule out, but he got married in 1952, which means that Joseph, born in January of 1953, mm -hmm. would not have been out of wedlock, which means that unless he had an affair, it's probably not his. Yeah. Those siblings also seem to have been born, um, possibly before 1955 when joseph was adopted which means that they might have known about his existence it would have been you know complicated uh john on the other hand mm. he didn't marry until 1959 he is the older of the two zarelli brothers yeah didn't marry until 1959 has kids if he is the father of joseph zarelli that explains why, A, there's no family records of him, because 1950s, Italian Catholic family, mm. child born out of wedlock, not necessarily something to talk about. Yep. Um, also, Joseph Augustus Zarelli's name has some similarities to John's real name that make me question some things. Um, and... If he was John's kid, born in 1953, he was given away, sold, perhaps, in 1955. Yeah. And even if that never happened, he was dead by 1957. Yeah. Which means that since since John didn't marry until 1959, it could be that Joseph was out of wedlock. Yeah. If he's John's kid, he was out of wedlock. Which means... that That's why I think that, that John is our our guy. And then we go towards, all right, well, if if Martha's story is true, why'd they give the kid up? Well, Martha's story talks about how Joseph was completely nonverbal. Mm -hmm. Not just he couldn't talk at two years old, which is perfectly normal. Most two-year-olds can at least speak, you know, basic wants. Yeah, like, I mean, it, around like want, two... Like, like, want milk, yeah. like, read book, bedtime. Around two, one yeah. and a half to two years old is when speech starts to go into a little bit more of a complex yeah, level. Yeah, it goes from babbling in single words to basic phrases. Yes. So, from what she said, the this kid didn't even babble. He just sat there silently. Yep. And he would make a sound if you heard him. Like, when his mother, when, not his mother, when uh, Marjorie Davis dunked him into the steaming hot bath water he screamed mm. but he wouldn't talk he would just sit there and kind of like he would respond maybe like you know physically to stimuli but not verbally yeah wouldn't even babble which suggests that he was probably autistic mm. um or developmentally stunted you know any number of things yeah my guess looking at it would be that 
he was on the autism spectrum, that he was nonverbal, and that his parents didn't know how to deal with this, and he was already out of wedlock. This was already enough issues. Yeah. And maybe they thought, all right, we can we can find a new home for him and just never speak of it again. Yeah. And then maybe in in the best of intentions, maybe they gave them to Marjorie Davis thinking that they were giving him a better home. You know, this woman was a librarian at a high school. Like, her husband was a physics teacher. They had a 13-year-old daughter. Yep. Like, maybe this really was just going to be a loving home for this child. Obviously, if we're correct about the culprits, that's not the case. But I don't want to put it on the Zarellis that they had any intention of killing the kid. Yeah. I think that their intentions were probably to wash their hands of it and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And still, obviously, by our 21st century sensibilities, that's screwed up. By 1955 standards, it might be a little bit more common than yeah. we'd like to talk about. Well, I mean, you know, there's there are stories of, of parents, you know, giving up everything for the sake of their special needs child. And it's an extremely commendable thing. And, and that's why we highlight those stories. But I think with the proliferation of the media and the necessity of having stories that are outliers be the ones that are shown because those are the ones that are interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen, like, as a generation that's grown up with that, we kind of are a little bit skewed to that being the norm, and I think a lot of people forget that what we see are generally the exceptions. And those cases where parents give up everything for their child who is of special needs, and when I say everything, I mean, like, you know, their entire lives then become Mm -hmm. caring for, you know, this child this being who is not capable of caring for themselves in whatever regard unfortunately that's not everyone yeah there are a lot of people who just when they are confronted with that realize they don't have the constitution to deal with that today you'd probably see the child go to a a, just an adoptive yeah exactly like Like, there's some standard of care even if these people who are the parents seem or like believe that they don't have it within themselves to do it you know, there are resources, as you were saying. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is like, that's not something new or out of the ordinary. There are people who are not willing, capable, or, you know, of the desire to make the sacrifices necessary in those scenarios. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but it is... It is, it is true. Yeah. It's, it's a thing that happens, and, you know, pretending that something can't be real because we don't like the possibility it might be, is no way to go about things. Yeah. You're just going to end up missing missing factual situations that happen to people. Yeah. Which is not good. That's not what you want to see. No. Um, you know, with uh, with Joseph, I, I don't think that his parents had any intention to hurt him. Mm-hmm. I just think they were ill-equipped and made a poor decision. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, there's the, the story about Marjorie. I can't even... Uh, I can't... I don't think I can talk about that on, on the live version. Um, if you guys watched the recorded, you know what happened. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, if I talk about it, YouTube actually might like nuke the stream. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's so graphic. Uh, you know, there, there's really no, no justice in this case, which is part of the heartbreaking part. Um, no matter what the, the people who were involved in this are all dead. Yeah. So, uh, you can only hope that. It didn't continue outside of that, but on 
the possibility that the Davises were doing to Martha what they accused what Martha accused them of doing. Yep. Um, if they were doing it to other people, then you know those people could still be alive. They'd be old, but they could still be alive, and you know people will carry that stuff with them for their entire lives. Yep. So I also think it, uh, you know, it, it goes to to remind you these people were like seen as upstanding citizens in the community. Mm-hmm. They were employed by the school district. You know. Very, very evil people can blend right in. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they seem the most normal. Yeah. It's so... It's good to remember that just because somebody seems like a... Just because they seem like a bad person, mm-hmm. you know, from a, from an outsider's perspective, they could have a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. And somebody who seems like, you know, a pillar of the community could be horrible. Yep. You, you want to make sure that you, you know, don't don't assume everyone's evil, but also have a realistic understanding that just because somebody seems like a nice person doesn't necessarily mean that they are. No. Um, and, you know, just always be on your toes, be cautious. And especially when it comes to your children, you know, I think we, over time, have developed an understanding that school is a safe place mm-hmm. for kids. And that is not, not true. Um, most kids will, uh, most people, public school is the only place that will ever experience physical violence. Um, there is an exceptionally high rate of, uh, sexual crimes against children, Mm -hmm. um, in public schools, both from faculty and other students. Yep. You know, it's uh, keep an eye on your kids. And if you're a, you know, a a teenager or even like a, you know, a younger teen, you know, keep an eye on your siblings, make sure that you're communicating with your friends and that if somebody says something happened, you know, don't, don't discount them. Don't just ignore it. Don't assume they're exaggerating. You know, if, if one of your friends comes to you and says, hey, this you know, teacher tried to get me to meet up with them after school at their house, like, you know, I, I feel pretty uncomfortable with it. Like, should I talk to somebody? Say, yeah, you should talk to somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, be there and sit there and maybe listen to their story and then mm-hmm. offer advice. You know, make sure that you're uh, capable of being there for somebody because a lot of people will exhibit signs mm. that they're being abused, but you might not pick up on it or you might not want to believe it. And that can lead to the problem getting worse. It's obviously not your responsibility to prevent the abuse of your peers, your siblings, and whatnot. Um, and even as a so parent, when it is your responsibility, you're, you can't be with your kids 100% of the time. But you yep. can look out for the warning signs and be able to recognize what they are and, you know, not do what the police did in this situation, which was when she came forward with the story years later when, uh, well, she has a psychiatrist, so can we really trust yeah. anything she says? And it's a good thing now that uh, the misconception or the... The, the bad view of psychology and, and other mental health care is no longer as bad as it was. And also another thing to keep in mind is that though the proliferation of social media has made us a lot more aware of things like this happening, things are getting better. So when, when you're in an instance where you're concerned about these certain things, as you rightfully should be, as we just discussed, just know that like as time is going on, we are progressively becoming a safer and more vigilant society. So it's not like we're all going to hell in a handbasket. Things are improving, but that doesn't mean we should become complacent because that's when we start to backslide. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that just about covers the, uh, the the topic for today, though. It's about 8 o'clock, so do you want to go to Supers? Let's do it. All right. Well, let's take chats. Cool. Uh, you might want to pull it up in studio. Uh, yeah, good point. So that we can see all of them at once. Um, that is zooming. Oh yeah. I think it's catching up, but 
studio. You want some ops? Come here. Come here. There is. There is a boy. Uh, where do you see the chat in studio? Uh, if you go to monetization, got it. And then supers, it'll let you pull up all super chats. So, ooh, there's a bunch of you. One. Um, Spoon for five dollars says a corn dog is a popsicle until it's cooked. <laughs> I don't like that Spoon is right. I don't like that. Um, yeah, I, that's a little concerning, disconcerting. DOC says, notice me, Aiden Senpai. I am upset that I know what that means. <laughs> um, Clinkin Cups sent, uh, what is CAD? Is that Canadian dollars? I believe so, yes. Sent one dollar. Just sent a dollar. Can we get yeah. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for your dollar. It's very, very grateful. Uh, Tsuya says, 30 to over 200 viewers in a few months. Wild. Hey. <laughs> How long it ago was me. it that we were at 30 peak? Um, that was probably. I mean, I can, if you want to keep pulling up super chats, yep. I can. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, peak and then clicking cups. This one has a message for uh, two Canadian dollars. It seems he mm -hmm. says, "Hey guys, would you ever put together a Wendy hunt?" I feel like we could make a really fun like drinking camping weekend out of that, but also it would probably like end in somebody getting eaten. Yeah. I mean, you know me, I'll run into the woods and scream, hey, come get me. Uh, because I The have... worst part is that you will. Yeah. <laughs> um... We'll be fine. Uh, History Daddy for uh, uh, two pounds says, congrats on 100k, 1 million when? That's the question uh, I want the answer to. That's a question that you guys get to answer. <laughs> because if you share the show with your friends, it helps. Exactly. Um, let me uh, see if I can go to analytics. I just up a random one. Nice. DOC for $10 said, uh, oh, this is the, um, uh, all right. Oh, wait. So we peaked at 99 back in, uh, this went up January, February 1st, 2022. It looks so like it was like about a year ago. Yes. Yeah, so we got ago. about a year ago. We started seeing much higher. Uh, this is attendance. a question worth, uh, extra attention. Okay. Uh, from a DOC for $10 says, that. not that religious, spiritual, but I enjoy what you guys talk about. As someone who sees this through an academic and religion sense, what's the difference for research and taking in the information? Um, for this specific story, I guess, or for religion? I would say it's it's probably a safe bet to answer both. Yeah, I mean, for, for this specific story, as far as, you know, research versus taking the information, I think they're kind of one and the same. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a this is a a real story that if you're going to understand it properly, you're going to need to do research. You, you can, of course, watch a well-researched video on it, and you're going to be able to take in the information. But I think, I think that still counts as research, you know? Yeah. Um, the reason it's called research. Like yes. When I was researching this case, I didn't go back to 1957 and look at everything that happened. Yeah, I mean, it's... I read books and articles and looked at whatever first, like, primary source available evidence there was. Yep. But uh, when it comes to, like, you know, um, religion, um, I think that, uh, you know, it's it's about different parts of you. With research, you're fostering your understanding of what happened, what people believe you know, like facts and evidence and how you feel about what the, what you believe about what the information displays to you. Yeah. Whereas if you're looking at just 
taking in the information with a religious kind of topic, you know, that's more about how you feel about it and your emotional intelligence. Yep. Your, so I, I think that's really what it is. It's, you know, am I doing this so that I understand it or am I doing this so that I feel it? Yeah, are the two differences um, that I would I would say there if I'm understanding the question correctly. Uh, Bobby McNasty for two dollars just sent a fox. Looks like I th didn't that song just sticker. turn like ten years old. What does the fox say? Yeah. I think so. Uh, Pumpkin Bear said hello. Just wanted to say hi. Hello, Pumpkin Bear. Um, Perturbed alpaca. That is a phenomenal. That name. is great. That is great. Oh. Was that like your old Xbox 360? That does username? sound like an Xbox 360 auto-generated username. I think mine was Disputed Owl. Yeah, mine was like uh, <laughs> God, what was mine? It was something like uh, Wandering Buffalo or something. That's so great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I miss those. Best thing Microsoft ever did. I uh, for ten dollars said I'm still catching up, but there's a vaccine that I got in boot camp for the Marine Corps that also left a scar. I can't remember which bit, but the scar looks like a cigarette burn um interesting that's what these that that is what these scars look like yeah um did you have to get bigger. any for the national guard no because i didn't make it to uh basically oh, that they, got it. Okay. yeah they got rid of me beforehand um lame they couldn't handle the neutron style <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be fair we probably wouldn't be doing this no, if we were true, in DNA, so. uh, no we probably would because i would just be on the weekends true yeah um they were like, hey, infantrymen can't have anxiety disorders. No, no. You know what? I think they were valid in that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pumpkin Bear said, my four years Latin, and I still don't say that. Yeah, I don't think anybody does that. Thank you. I read Purple Cody's earlier, the 20, I love you guys' content, so I know that we're probably hugging some infantry. interested in scriptures and probably closer to God. Keep doing what you're doing. I sound like the guy at the end of the commercial reading. Yeah, I was going to say, story. like. Uh, <laughs> we were laughing about that earlier. We were watching the game, and uh, yeah. they just will have, like, the commercials for like random drugs for stuff and everybody's just like you know looking happy and vibing and giving a presentation at work and packing the car and yeah and meanwhile the side effects are like you may bleed uh from your anus yeah um you will in fact be attacked by ninjas yeah and i said to him i was like could you imagine if the visuals actually matched the voiceover <laughs> we should we should make that a, a segment for the, the one of the new channels yeah the deeper, deeper lore yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like oh would take the exact script from one of those yeah and then just show what's happening oh like, god we'd get booted off of the tube pretty quick that's going on odyssey or rumble <laughs> yeah but oh my god um from doc again for five bucks saying uh coming from spotify uh better looking than i thought love my hair thanks appreciate that why did you assume he was ugly i'm just gonna take that as a compliment i appreciate you i'm, I'm gonna start telling you that you look better than i expected today <laughs> <laughs> you you did you're above average. <laughs> uh, John Guido the Fourth said, started the new year doing the shred Bible study, whole Bible in 30 days, currently in 1 Kings. Two things. One, incredible. That is awesome. Two, I saw you leave a comment on one of our uh, videos recently, and I had to stop because I thought John Guido the Fourth was one of the best names I've ever seen. <laughs> So thank you for being here just for providing me the knowledge that you exist. Because that is incredible. Anyway, moving on. That is a hell of a Bible read. Yeah, also, are you retaining any of that? Because that's a lot to go through in yeah. that short amount of time. Best of luck. Yeah, seriously. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, Alex W. said, at my daycare, we refer to dogs like Archie as big of heart, dumb of ass. Yeah? Yeah. Also, I only stumbled across channel like three days ago, so hi. Hello! Hi. What? What? Uh, what? Scholars of Strange said, uh, good evening, gentlemen. I started watching you guys like a week ago, but hot damn, you guys do a great job. Oh, What's some you. whack paranormal stuff in Massachusetts? Uh, most, most of the whack ghost stuff seems to happen in Massachusetts. Yeah, or here. Connecticut, yeah. like um, The Northeast, a lot of ghosty stuff. I'm trying to think, like, Massachusetts specifically. Obviously, all the witchcraft Archie, stuff. I think the witchcraft know? museum is in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, What's yeah, I was just in Salem last weekend. Oh, hi. He probably has to go out. Yeah, that's true. But We'll get you there soon, Soon, buddy. soon, buddy. Soon, uh, we're doing our show. Civilized Barbarian for $10 says, Your Boy in the Box video is the best, most comprehensive video I've seen on the case, so well done. Found your channel last week and have been binging the videos podcast since. Thank you. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. You yeah, know, we appreciate that. It was, uh, I know Mattis uh, said this previously, but it it was probably the most in-depth research it ever done. <laughs> he did the vast majority of it. I just did a little bit on my own. Um, but yeah, we would love to continue to do that level of research. And I would love to be able to assist in that, you know, quote my journals and agree to use. Um, but Unfortunately, as of right now, because we're not full time with this, because he's in grad school, I have a nine to five job. It's just tough to do that on a consistent basis. But hopefully, it's I only I have one class this semester. I think I'll be all right. That's fair. Well, I should be able to do like one of those a month. I hope. Hopefully, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. My my biggest weakness is organization. So <laughs> fair. That's why I'm here. Yeah, uh, anonymous archivist, which also sounds like an Xbox gamer tag. Yes. Um, finally caught alive after binge watching the channel. I love the content. I'm excited for the next Bible content. Love y'all. Thank you. We will be coming out with more, uh, more the 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 Bible stuff in the like recorded format. Yeah. Um, to to tide you guys over between weird Bible podcasts. Um. Uh, are you gonna? Do you want to read the budget list one? Uh, what the what? Uh, budget That's list it. said. Have you guys heard for? Uh, oh, I didn't do that. Thank one. you. It says, have you guys heard of uh, uh the race of dog-headed men that have recorded appearances from the ancient Greek world to China? Even St. Christopher was depicted as a dog-headed man. Yes, I have heard the term, and I think it's one of those things that falls in with werewolf legends and mm -hmm. the adlet uh, of the Inuit peoples, yep. things like that. Um, you know, there, there's definitely... Uh, that's that's kind of how this channel started, is like kind of a like comparative cultural anthropology thing like mm. looking at you know i uh, well this culture has this cannibalistic spirit and this culture has this cannibalistic spirit and this culture has this can what are the similarities you know are there differences what where might the differences have come from yeah. like you know or is this something that you know well this one is different from this one but if you look at their environmental factors that might explain why yeah you know are we dealing with two people who encountered the same thing and then told stories about it yeah so i think that you know uh cynocephali is the same kind of thing it's you know you've got the greeks had their version of dog-headed men and then you've got the you know europeans who had their version of dog-headed men i do wonder in some cases if stories like that mm -hmm. um one suggestion about centaurs for example is that they grew out of stories about the Scythians to the north who mm -hmm. basically you know as far as the greeks knew lived their entire lives on horseback mm -hmm. so maybe you know one suggestion is that greek explorers up into the uh, eurasian steppe came across these horse riders yep came back and said you know oh they might like came back to you know um Charnessus, which is up in crinea and said oh my god i came across these people who like were basically one with their horse what i just had i i, I... Yeah idea yeah right. and then 
you know, from that, some merchant who was there heard that, went down to Athens and was mm -hmm. like, Do you know, up north they've got people who are one with their horse, like they're horse people. Yeah. And then that made it over to Syracuse and they're like, Did you know that there are people who are half horse, half man? Mm. So, you know, and then that yeah, circulates just back. Just down the lane. Yeah. yeah. So there's, you know, those kinds of things. And then same thing with, uh, you know, dog-headed people. They may have, we know that Germanic cultures liked to wear wolf heads. Mm -hmm. The Romans even did it. Um, lots of different cultures have worn, you know, bear and wolf and lion heads over their helmets. You know, maybe there was some, some of that to it. Uh, or perhaps there are actually dog people. We hope to find out. Archie, are you a dog man? Uh, the... Or she's like, I'm a man who has to pee, Dad. That's true. The thing that I was thinking of mm -hmm. is for... Uh, well, there's two things. Do we want to announce the two new things uh, that are going to be coming? And specifically one is that wall should work for... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That's smart. I don't know why we didn't think of that. Yeah, I, just because anytime we talked about it, we weren't actually in the room. True. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the, uh, the two things that we're going to be... Uh, Bridgewater Triangle? Isn't that in... Oh, I was thinking the Bennington Triangle. Um, you guys have a lot of triangles up there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we are launching two new channels. One is going to be called Deeper Lore, and that's going to be kind of a channel where we post stuff we want to do, but we're worried about how it'll algorithmically affect this channel now yep. that we have the size we do, because if we make a video and it tanks, then YouTube is like, oh, well, these guys don't do good work anymore. Bye. Yep. Um, <laughs> so deeper lore, we're, we're genuinely yeah. just assuming that that's going to be stuff where, like, you'll see me on that channel. I will exist there. Yep. I will rarely be here because I'm not the one who uh, has the in-depth, like, long-term knowledge and understanding of this content. That's why I mainly do the tech and stuff like that. But topics that I want to discuss, things like that, story times that used to be on here but are a little bit less yeah. relevant to what we're doing now. Story time will go over there. Yeah, it'll go over there. Basically anything that's not folklore, religion, uh, mythology, or anything of that, or missing persons cases, obviously. Anything that we want to cover that is not in that category will be on deeper lore. And then we also have... Uh, we're bringing back the History Hut as its own channel. Yep. And rather than just re-uploading old History Hut videos to that, uh, we're going to reshoot them. So same same topics as the old videos, which if you I think those are all privated now. They but, are, yeah. Uh, if you've been around for a while, you might have seen we tried to launch something called the History Hut. Didn't really get traction. We think that it's because the algorithm kind of pegged us as being paranormal slash true yep. crime. So, uh, you know... <laughs> YouTube, where you subscribe to a channel, and then YouTube is like, I know you subscribe to this channel, but I'm sure you don't want to see their content. Yeah. Um, instead of doing that, we're going to bring up our own new channel on it. That's going to be the History Hut. Mm -hmm. We'll be doing reshoots, and it's going to have a, its own background, just like this, just like the other videos. Yep. So much more professional production yep. on those than before. We also recognize... And I get to use my degree. I know, I'm so excited about that. We also recognize just that like, for certain people that do subscribe to the Lore Lodge for the stuff we cover here you may not be interested in just blatant history content. So we, you know, the idea there was along with algorithm help, it's also just helping to organize your experience with yeah. our content. So that way, when you're on the War Lodge, you don't have to sift through history videos to find stuff you're actually interested in. Right. Likewise with the history hut, you're only getting history there. So you know what you're in for. And if you want that, you can go there. And if you're not really that into the history that we want to cover, then that's totally fine. But we, I really enjoy it. I learn a lot from the stuff that he teaches about because uh, you really are essentially just teaching with yeah. the videos. So, you know, it's it's fun. It's cool for me. Um, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's good. So if you're interested in history, 
we'll have the history up. The channels exist, but there are nothing on them yet. Yeah, but uh, if you want to go subscribe to them, what are their uh, names? Deeper Lore and the History Hut? Yeah, you literally should be able to just find, if you look up the Lore Lodge, Deeper Lore, you should find the channel. Uh, and then with History Hut, it's probably going to be hard to find because this, uh, I used a previously existing channel for Deeper Lore. Uh, so it's going to be a little easier to find. History Hut, brand new channel, brand new everything. So I think we can difficult. link all three of them under a brand account. That would make sense. Um, as well, which I will look to do. But yeah, uh, if you want to go take a look and find them, feel free. Uh, we will be uploading to them soon. Uh, the first History Hut will be up by the end of the month at the latest. And Deeper Lore... We are not the first people to use the term History Hut. Yeah. Just, the yeah. Historian's Hut, the Lore Lodge. Yeah, it's going to be hard to find. We're going to have to... You yeah. remember what the eye? Uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't have a proper tag like the. Uh, here I can. Pull uh, up. Well, pull up the channel and I and yeah. uh, then you can toss the URL into. Yeah. Uh, chat, I think, yeah. so people can go sub if they want to. Uh, let's see if I can find it properly. Can you not just log in? Not on this computer because I didn't make ah, it on this computer. Yeah. Pizza Hut. <laughs> Love that. I like how the Lore Lodge comes up before Pizza Hut. That makes me happy. <laughs> um, I'm looking for it. The problem is it has zero subscribers, so it's going to like... Well, is it the History Hut and not just History Hut? Uh, it's History Hut, I think. Um... Oh. What? What? That's weird. Oh, I guess we considered that history hut when we did it. Hang on, I want to just... Alright, we can do this later. Yeah, I'm just looking. <laughs> Discusses example? What? Weird. What? Just the... The description on that, somehow something got funky. Um, all right. Well, uh, William Arthur Sweat said uh, for 2023, said, Happy New Year, my dudes. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, we are going to wind down at this point because um, I got to take. Actually, if you want to, do you want to read super chats that I don't necessarily have to answer? Sure. All right. And I'll take him out really quick. Oh, well, well, okay. I guess you can also hang out here then. <laughs> I guess he just wanted to, you know, be a part of the. Maybe. Part of the uh, Clink and Cup said, I live in northern Ontario, and we could do a Wendigo expedition out of the Moon Sony. We would have to take weapons for self-defense. I already have three coming. Um, I don't think that we can transport firearms to Canada. Yeah, that sounds illegal. <laughs> um, especially because I'm pretty sure mine aren't even legal in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, the guns I have are probably not legal in Canada, now that I think about it. Um, they're not legal in New York. Yeah, it is weird, state to state. Yeah, can, yeah. Pennsylvania, Texas of the South, <laughs> or Texas of the North. <laughs> Texas is the Texas of the South. It is true. Is said uh, Doofus is looking to the Bridgewater Triangle here, Triangle Triangle here in MA. I can't speak tonight. Yeah, neither I cannot not. believe we got through that shoot as quickly as we did with how much trouble I'm having. Talking. I was impressed. Um, I can resend the email I sent over a year ago about it. We've got some spookies around here. I think I read the email when you sent it. Um. See, yeah, two whole new channels. Um, yep. We have enough time now. We, there were just some reasons that we were behind. 
<laughs> uh, is that uh, John Guido the Fourth says, "Bro, thank you. That means so much. I assume you mean about the name." Uh, and yes, I'm retaining the info to a degree. It's designed to examine the branches of the tree, not the leaves. Got it. I don't know that you. I, I don't know that I can read that last bit. I understand what you're saying, but I think it might get me in trouble to read that. I wouldn't totally agree with that assessment, but I do get where you're coming from. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Gotta remember that at the time there was a lot of uh, a lot of strife. We're talking about the Bronze Age collapse. Um, it's something that people overlook a lot. Is that what you're dealing with? There really is the Bronze Age collapse. So I. Uh, See, Scholars of Strange said, okay, second, I'm headed to Basic in Oklahoma. What are some cool cryptids down there? Did the Comanche have any lore that plays into the Algonquin or Navajo? I'll have to look into that one. Um, Oklahoma, well, the thing about Oklahoma is you'd also be encountering a number of tribes who were forced out uh, on the, um, the Trail of Tears, who were forced out of the south. So you could encounter Seminole, Cherokee, Choctaw, Chickasaw, all sorts of different legends. Um, so you've got things like, uh, Tsukalu, the Cherokee Devil, um, Nelusafalaya, which is a long shadowy figure that, uh, has its own part of the forest. And if you enter it, it will drag you in never to be seen again. Mm. Um, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, there's definitely stuff down there. I would look into those specific, uh, groups. I did not know the Comanche were Oklahoma. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll look into more of it. We've been meaning to get back to some of that, like bread and butter stuff as well. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Enjoyed being here live this time. Going to get around to watching the non-stream videos. Just caught, caught up on Wendigoon. Now you, God, catching up on Wendigoon must have taken forever. Yes, yeah, sir. But thank you, GSC. Uh, Verda Caraco sent $2. Thank you. Uh, what else we got here? Um... See, uh, Meddled said, congratulations on 100K. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Is there anything specific that truly terrifies either of you? Um, I mean, in what regard? It's anytime somebody tells me I need to go to Ohio. <laughs> there, there, there are certain elements of Ohio that can be fun. I still disagree with you. Fair. You I mean, will never convert me. You've never been. I've been to Ohio. Where? Several times. Hmm. <laughs> Most well, never, of the time Columbus. You've but... never been to the Upper Deck. I don't know what that means. That sounds like fake eerie. No, it's a it's a bar uh, near. It's not Columbus. What's this? Akron, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. it's. I think it's closer to Akron. Akron's the one that's up. Cleveland's up like. Hey, where are the Vanderveers? The what? Hang on. Uh. Yeah, near Akron. Gotcha. Akron. I'm pretty sure it's known for tires. Isn't isn't Akron known for some like absurd manufacturing industry? Probably. What manufacturing is Akron? I think it's tires. Polymer Valley. Polymer. Weird. Yeah, now you know. Uh, Ohio. Found you through Wendigoon, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll come back with, uh, we'll have actual donation goals settled, I think, for next week's show. Yeah. We just didn't have time to think of it today. No, we didn't. Good what? Boy. You're a good boy. Good puppy. All right. Where this channel is, but... Eh, we'll find it. Yep. 
but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll post links to it on the community page and all that so you'll be able to find them um and yeah so that's uh oh tom sawyer piper said my mother is from ohio other than that i'd agree <laughs> fair well you said your mother is from ohio which ostensibly <laughs> means she left which is what everybody Seems forced to, to live in ohio should do um i think that the idea of turning ohio into the world's largest uh salmon farm is not a terrible idea i mean it'd be difficult though You're struggling with this. I really am. It's fine. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Weird. I think it's uh, it's about time for us to to get going. Thank yep. you all so much. We hit, uh, I think we hit 400 peaking. Yeah. Wow. We hit 400 concurrent. That's awesome. Sweet. Thank you so much, guys. It's been real, and we will see you in about a week.